everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wall. And in this episode, I'm going to let Mr. Gavin introduce what we're going to be talking about. So we are going to be talking about movies that have characters that remind us of us. Yes. <laughs> I love me. I mean, you know, maybe not even the whole, but like, you know, parts of the character or, you know, <coughs> aspects that they did. Mm. Like, you know being stupid <laughs> especially in my sense <laughs> it's not stupid <laughs> there are no stupid questions just okay i take it back <laughs> just stupid everyone people. is yeah, now dumber just, from listening to yeah, that i Please, award you no points <laughs> and may god have mercy on your soul <laughs> simple no would have sufficed <laughs> all right so we're talking about characters in movies that in some way shape or form or in whole Remind us of us. Good. Yeah. Do you guys have any in mind? I have one. Uh, not not his whole character, but like part of him. Um, <coughs> it's uh, the Ugly Truth. Uh, Gerard Butler in that movie. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he kind of comes off as this cynic, um, mm-hmm. you know, about love and the womanizer and. Exactly, and and uh, but a lot of his things that he says, he does it to help people get out of a rut. Mm. Like you know, when he when he starts the movie, he get he gets the uh, anchor and and his uh, you know the two anchors to get back together. You know, they were have they were being sexually frustrated, and you know their marriage mm. was was rough. And then he worked with them or called them out on stage, and mm. then they started going backstage and doing stuff. <laughs> But but at his heart, you know, he just he was a hopeless romantic, and he believed so much in love. And I, I, that's definitely me. I'm a stupid romantic. <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid. You an idiot, Billy. Why are you so stupid, Billy? <laughs> Billy, you're stupid. But you know, I just like that d- progression of his character to when he finally, you know, at the very end of it, when he finally realizes what he's got, he he bought into it 100. percent And that's that's. Definitely me, you know. When I when I see something that I, you know, I I buy into, I, I got to give it hundred percent. That's just the kind of person I am. <laughs> but one of those things is not Scientology. It's right? not Scientology. One hundred percent not Scientology. All right, <laughs> we can keep this group together. I don't want to see the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming through Damn with the clouds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the weather it's beautiful. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good one. Uh, do you have one or do you want me to go? I have one, but I'm going to let you go first. All right. Well, he didn't want to steal yours. <laughs> He's not going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I'm going to go back to, you're going to love this. Um, it's a Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> it's uh, it's called it's called Clerks. And yeah, Randall would be a lot more, I think, reminds me of myself. <laughs> and <clears throat> I like it even more because even though the movie hasn't, officially come out yet the reviewers are already getting it they were getting because he's doing a tour for like certain showings which mm. he'll be doing in tampa soon oh nice um and i'm gonna try to go but I the mean, new we could try and get press passes i would love to i would love to go see because he's doing the tour so he'll be there yeah. kevin smith if you're listening give us press passes to come see your movie <laughs> please, please please i've been to your comic book store in, in jersey yeah. But. I've seen most of your movies. <laughs> yes, I've and seen that's that. saying something for Patrick. <laughs> I've seen every one of them. Can I have the pass? <laughs> so the Randall character in the third movie is actually more reflective. The story goes to like Kevin Smith's life because he has a heart attack. And from what you see in the trailer, Randall has a heart attack. He's getting older, and he's like, all I do is sit around and watch movies. So he decides he's not going to waste his life anymore, and he's going to make a movie. So he starts using friends and people, and using the convenience store. Basically, just a whole retold Kevin Smith story, but through 
Randall. Hmm. And so I always related to Randall for the personality because he's he's just very calm and dry with his mm-hmm. with his negative comments. Um, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He has a lot to say about a lot of people. Um, he watches <laughs> movies all the time. And in this one, I relate to it for the new one coming out because I did work at a convenience store here in Feather Sound. That shell up there that used to be uh, Choice Food Stores, and I managed it. But I decided that's when I was doing stand-up comedy and switch over to doing movies. So I would actually be writing my script while I was working. And the owners do, so I'm not going to bust myself later on. But, uh, so yeah, I would write my script and a lot of the customers would come in. I use customers Even if the in. owners didn't know, I think it's been a few years, so if yeah. you say I was behind the counter writing a script, yeah. they're not going to really fire you yeah. anymore. And my script was not related around the con- the convenience store, but it was more related. There were some scenes in there and the owners let me shoot in there. I had customers that I That's used. the only one in like, um, a pretty decent sized radius that isn't 24 hours. They close down at like 10 o'clock. Well, they, well now they do. They used to stay up until midnight oh, okay. when I was there. But they would let me, if I needed a night shot, they would let me stay afterwards, do what mm-hmm. I had to do after midnight, after midnight, mm-hmm. and then close up. So that's kind of one of the reasons I, I kind of really am excited about seeing this third one because I'm like, oh shit, I kind of reminds me of myself now. <laughs> so that's me. Nice. Um, for me, the first person that I thought of was uh, Maxwell Smart from Get Smart. <laughs> Love that movie. Um, he's kind of a doofus, but he also falls into a fantastic job just because he's a warm body. He has somewhat of the training and like they need him to do the job. And that's the last two jobs I've had with the same firm that I work for. I've kind of just fallen into and then I've just... Everyone's like, you're doing such a great job. I'm like, thank you. I still don't know what I'm doing, but thank you. <laughs> so when Gavin brought up this idea, and I was like, I, I was just on watching um, the new Get Smart. Well, the new, the the one with Steve Carell. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, that hey, kind of does. Mel Brooks directed that. You know it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of the few times uh, The Rock is the bad guy. Yeah. Spoilers yep. for a 10-year-old movie. <laughs> the Rock is winds up being the bad guy. It's also that just before he, he got like massively big. Yeah, like he was still big, but he wasn't like we're talking like physically. Yeah, <laughs> he was yeah. already pretty famous back then. Well, no, I just... was I was talking about like muscular. Like you yeah, could yeah, see yeah, him. Me like too. he was he was like just coming out of the WWE, WWE side. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that that's my answer. Uh, Maxwell Smart. He kind of just falls into things, and somehow he does a great job. That's kind of how I feel like my professional life has been going for the past 10 years. Do you have the Cone of Silence or that whatever that was that they had? Well, in oh, the original yeah. 60s television show, it was the Cone of Silence. Yeah. But I think in the new one, it was like a force field. That yeah, didn't the, work. Like, like everybody it, can yeah. hear the entire conversation. Yeah, because it, it created a force field around everyone individually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, Chief, I'm sorry I hit you in the head. No, we're not ready to talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty solid. So is there... I had one other one that obviously by the profession has nothing to do with me, but the movie Gross Point Blank. You ever seen? Oh it? yeah, yeah, totally. It? I've seen the movie. Yeah, okay. Well, so Patrick totally. has not seen it. So I, John I could, Cusack. I could totally see you as a hitman. I swear, black movie I knew is that it starred John Cusack. Yeah, <laughs> and his sister it has her in it yep. too. But I mean, it's. Got, I mean, who really cares about Joan? Hey, she's that's sad. When they're like. 80% of his movies he did in the 90s, she was in it with him. Yeah, <laughs> the 80s, yeah. Yeah, basically, almost everything. Like, they were in almost everything together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's this. Yeah, I, I used to love wearing black suits. We both went to high school. <laughs> I just liked his demeanor in that movie because he would just calmly say things. So everyone would ask him what he does. He's basically a hitman. Hmm. He's got 
a uh, he's been trying to kind of get out of. He's going to a psychiatrist to kind of work through his problems. The psychiatrist doesn't want to hear because he's afraid of him, and it's Alan Arkin. Yeah. So, so he goes to the psychiatrist and like threatens to kill him. And he's like, well. Oh, what, if I know you, oh, come on, stop it. If I was going to kill you, I, I'd, I'd done it, you know, yeah. doing something else. He's like, that doesn't make me feel safe. Like, yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of the movie Analyze This. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah it's, it's a lot like that. Because I remember what he said to him. He's like, he's like, I don't, he's like, you're not my patient, Martin. He's like, I didn't, he's like, you didn't tell me what you did. He's like, yes, I did. He's like, you didn't tell me for a whole month or whatever what you did. Then you told me, and I said, I don't want to work with you. And he's like, but yet you come back here week after week. <laughs> he's like, you're holding me hostage here. And he's like, I just want to work. And I know where you live. He's like, see? That <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. That fills me with all kinds of anxiety and angst again. i got to be creative in a really interesting way or Martin's going to blow my head off. <laughs> oh, come on. I would yeah. never do that. So he goes around and is, he's got a 10-year high school reunion coming up that he doesn't want to go to. But his secretary, who is his sister, hmm. is um, telling him, you got to go, you got to go. Well, he ends up getting a contract back there. And it's in Gross Point, Michigan. That's where his high school uh. was. And his last name is Blank. His name is Martin Blank. And so, because he has the hit there, he goes back, and he's going to see his ex-girlfriend, who's Benny Driver, and he basically... She's a target? No. Oh. No, but her father ends up her, being... Her dad is. Yeah, spoilers, oh, nice. this movie came out in 96, so I really don't <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really he's, worried about spoilers. But, uh, <laughs> he's supposed to be like a snitch for the FBI or something like that? Yeah. Whistleblower? Yeah, so what he does is, when he gets these files, he doesn't read them until he's ready to open it. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't go through it and then do the job. He just gets the job and then he you know, gets an envelope with all the information where they live and stuff and what they've done. And he believes he's doing a good thing. Like, yeah. he basically says, I do it for money. He's like, these people, they're they are demons. It reads like a fucking devil's resume. He's mm-hmm. like, if I show up at your door, chances are you did something to bring me there. But the funniest part about it is everybody, when he goes back, he's reuniting with everybody. Because I think his senior year of high school, he just left high school. He mm-hmm. graduated and just disappeared. So he was dating Minnie Driver. And then he just left around prom night. Mm-hmm. I think he, she never showed up. Yeah. So he ended up joining the and army. He never he was just showed like up. freaked out and ended up just joining the army. I think it was because his mom died or something like that. Something Some, like one that. One of his parents passed. Yeah, something happened and he basically just couldn't handle things. So he just left her alone, didn't meet her up at, at the prom or whatever, and just joined Stood the army. Up. And then during his psych test in the army, they said he had a certain moral <laughs> flexibility so they loaned him out to a cia sponsored program and then he that's how he got into it and then he started subcontracting but you get dan Aykroyd in it there's other hitmen trying to kill him while he's going after this one yep. guy uh dan Aykroyd well, wants to form a union of hitmen and he doesn't want to join he's trying to get out of it and he's they trying to form to... a club <laughs> yeah well it's more like a club work yeah, less yeah. make more <laughs> yeah right work less make more so anyway I'm, this is a real long-winded way of getting to it but the funny part about it is everybody he's reconnecting with that he hasn't seen in over 10 years they all ask him what are you doing he's like i'm a professional killer like he says it real calmly and they're like and everybody thinks he's joking he's like oh you yeah do you get dental with that he's like, yeah, yeah. He's, and, so, I mean, it's not bad <laughs> yeah. and jeremy piven's like his old friend that he hasn't seen in I love a while jeremy piven. yeah he's got a smaller role it's not the normal jeremy piven role you mm. see he's more like kind of like the like the good goofy. sell hard yeah it's not like that at all oh, that's his best movie in that's my opinion. <laughs> that's normal jeremy piven where he's yeah. just like kind of dirtier like the the big leader or whatever and this mm. one he is not but gotcha. so it's it's a fun movie it's fun to hear the interactions but i think more like i've had conversations very similar <laughs> not about killing people but with other people <laughs> not about killing well, people. i have talked about killing people too but Let's uh, stick to stuff that's a, what, beyond the statute of limitations. Yeah. And murder doesn't have one, by the way. <laughs> murder just, was a case of Just reminding you. Let's well, not put anything out in the um, It's not illegal ethos. if yeah. you haven't gotten caught. It's it, yeah, yeah. it kind of illegal when you admit it on our internet I radio I didn't say show. that I killed you, people. I said I talked to people about killing people. 
Yeah. I never said I actually did it. I was never convicted. Yeah. <laughs> An indictment <laughs> is not a conviction. <laughs> but yeah, if you ever get a chance, that's another good one to watch. I just it's, checked it. It is on the Plex server. Yeah, but it's got a shit ton of fucking actors in it. Actors yeah, and actresses, so. And him and Dan Aykroyd's banter back and forth. Oh my forth. god, that is so hilarious, the but, two of them. Yeah. He's like, you want some, uh... It's like, they're basically... He's he's walking and he's following them all around and he's hired other people to Wait, kill him. To he steals it. Like, it starts out that he steals a job. No, he didn't steal a job. What happened was... Well, he ended up... More people got killed than he wanted. He was mm-hmm. supposed to have one target and everybody started shooting at each yeah, other. Yeah, so yeah. that pissed off some people. What Dan Aykroyd's thing was is that he's getting contract after Martin because of what he did accidentally did to somebody else's dog. Mm. So there was these people that had sticks of dynamite and they were loading them and they borrowed a dog and it was a golden retriever and Martin couldn't save the dog and the dog went after the stick of dynamite so the people who owned the dog blamed him so they put a contract on his head because he was going after the guy Some who was doing it. wealthy mother effers if they're like, oh, my dog died. I'm going to hire a million dollar assassin to yep. go kill another million dollar assassin. But they, they get so calm when they talk to each other. Like he's sitting at breakfast and Martin's in at breakfast. Dan Aykroyd's character walk, walks in and he's like, Easy there, and he's like got his gun underneath, and they're basically just he's sitting like brown there. Bagging it. Yeah, they, they got brown bags on there, and they're basically just talking to each other, but both with their guns aimed at each other. <laughs> Reminds me of the movie um, Fat Man a little bit. Yeah, like when the kid loses, he gets second place in the science fair, yep. so he has an assassin on retainer, yep. <laughs> kidnap the first place girl, and then admit you cheated, or he will come back. <laughs> so messed up. Yeah, <laughs> but it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's it's a fun movie about it is about <clears throat> contract killing and it's so it's funny how like aloof he is about it the whole movie like okay. because you know they they find that he's got that moral you know flexibility yeah exactly <laughs> he doesn't like see it as I'm killing this person I'm you know Helping it's just a world. job <laughs> yeah. not well not even really that it's just like. Yeah, it's just a job. I, I mean, I don't want this person dead. Somebody else does. But when his ex-girlfriend finds out, she's like, you're a psychopath. Like, no, no, no. Psychopath kills them for no reason. Yeah. I do it for money. It's a job. It yeah. didn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Jeremy Piven, his friend, found out, because he's the one who helped carry the one body down into the furnace, <laughs> yeah. he rolls him up there. He gets him down. He's sitting there, and he's they finally get the guy, because they're at the school, at the reunion and he kills the guy that's been after him and then he roll, helps uh, Jeremy Pippen helps roll him up in like banners and they carry him down to like the school furnace yeah. and throw him in the furnace they're sitting there they don't say anything for a second and Jeremy Pippen's like how you doing? And he's like "What? I'm so and so what do you do Martin? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I kind of feel like the personality was a little bit like me in the demeanor yeah I, I mean I can see that yeah I, I mean I first have to watch the movie yes <laughs> And I remember seeing it on the Flex server, and it looked like a '90s rom com. I'm like, I'm not watching. It kind of is, yeah, because he's trying to get be meeting back up with his ex, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it's it's her father who ends up being the target that he finds out later. But he decides he's not going to kill him; he's going to help him. Oh, by killing all the other killers. Yeah, because now Dan Aykroyd and all his partners are going after. Now I'm thinking of the whole nine yards. Yeah, well, it kind of gets <laughs> into all these. It's a mixture of things. That's what makes it a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> It does sound like a good movie. I will have to check it out. And um, I don't know if the, our audience can hear it, but there is a raging thunderstorm outside. It's beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. So when we're done recording, a beautiful. Just laying on the couch and just going to watch movies all day. Yeah. <laughs> they're literally going to fall asleep listening to us. Right. Yeah. That nice ambient rain in the back. Yeah. Like, well, either oh. they're going to have to pee. ASMR. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> Make a lot of money making sounds like that. Take a nap and piss themselves. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. All right, who else you got? Who else reminds you of you? Um, well, I, this is kind of more of an extreme version, but um, have you ever seen uh, Silver, Silver Linings Playbook? Yeah. Mm, heard of it. It's a football movie. No. Oh. It's um, it's about, um, oh, what's that guy's name from the A-Team? Uh, uh, yeah, Bob. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley, yeah. Oh, okay. It's okay. him and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. And so um, he ends up getting... Um, like dumped by his wife or something like that, and I can't remember girlfriend or wife. They were I know they were like living together. I, I think he. Was, I want to say he was married, but yeah, I'm not a hundred. I want to say he was married too. But anyway, so they so they break up. She dumps him, and he like goes on this. He basically like loses his mind, and they have to put him in a loony bin. Yep. Um, because like it just like something in him like triggered and snapped. Yeah. So what he did to like try to get back. Was he did like he was running? He ended up losing something like fifty pounds mm-hmm. or something like that. He was always running every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was trying to read to like find a way to connect back with her. And it was funny, like he did all these steps to get you know try to get somewhere where he thought he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And then he meets Jennifer Lawrence, who they instantly like are the same person and they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, like, get in so much fight and call each other stupid-ass names. <laughs> it's so freaking funny. But it's like a, he, like, everything he tries, he feels like he fails at. And he, like, always, he hits a wall and he's taking a step back. But he doesn't stop. He always keeps trying. And so, like, that's that's kind of, uh, you know, I kind of feel like that's that's definitely me. You know, I I, I don't, if, if I hit that wall, I'm going to keep trying anyway. But it, it's a it's a really cool story about like how they connect, okay. and they're still both batshit fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and also, in all fairness, they do like football team. The oh, football yeah, team, yeah, that's so they, right, they yeah. do watch football in the movie. So technically, there is football. Who was the dad? Uh, like, dang, I can't remember his like, name. It's um, like somebody you should know. It's like but, I, I gotta see the face. Bo Bridges. But so that I don't know. Oh, I'm just okay. saying out names. Oh. So his dad like owes this guy money. And instead of paying him, he's like, all right, we're going to do double or nothing. Mm-hmm. We're going to make two bets. Like, the Jets are going to win um, football, and then they were going to, like, place. Who bets on the Jets? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's, that was the funny part. And then it was like uh, they had to finish in the top 10% or, or 50% yep. of the dance competition or whatever they were trying to, yep. they were training for. So Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, yes. I was like, why do I not know who the <laughs> hell his mother was? And Chris Tucker was in there. I forgot about that. Hmm. He was the friend uh, yes. that came from the the Looney Bin. Yep. Excuse me. The mental health hospital. Yeah, that sounds like a perfect role for Chris Tucker, though. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was pretty good for him. Nice. Well, he just shows up and he's like, "Are you supposed to be out?" Oh yeah, man, they let me out. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Very nice. I could see that. What about you? Um. So I was. Thinking like if there's another character, and for some reason, Jack Burton popped into my mind from Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, and for mainly like the most first part of that movie because he doesn't care about what's going on in Chinatown. He doesn't care that the sister's been kidnapped or anything. The only thing he wants is his money and his truck, mm-hmm. and then he just gets dragged along into this giant mystical mess. And I can relate to him just wanting his money and his truck to get the hell out of there. Like, I don't want to deal with any of this. I'm just here so I don't get sued. Yeah. 
like, I don't care about your sister. He's on the phone, like, where's my truck? Jack Burton, where is it? <laughs> That's all he wants. He just wants B-U-R-T-O-N. to get out. B-U-R-T-O-N. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> and his friends are like, you gotta come with me. Like, no, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. don't. <laughs> I ain't gotta do shit. And I could, I could relate to that hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't care what you're doing. Just... Give me my stuff and let me be on my way. Patrick, we gotta go to courtside on Friday. The hell I do. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> you can't make me. <laughs> so that, that popped into my mind just okay. for that reason. Alright. I can see all that. Patrick's like, anybody who's just like selfish, just he's gonna get Pork Chop Express put on the side of his car. <laughs> <laughs> you know who said that? Jack Burton. Right. Me. <laughs> if Jack- people start confusing me for young Kurt Russell, I'm not upset about this. I really am not. <laughs> it's Snake Bliskin. <laughs> <laughs> and it, there's his better role, but yeah. unfortunately I cannot relate to Snake I was going to say, I don't, I, I, no offense, I don't think. No. When I, I would, see Snake Bliskin, the first thing I don't think. Yeah. I, I, would see, lo- I don't see the smolder. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be able to say I could really relate to Snake Bliskin, but I can't. Well, you got about a month and a half to... Start working out. You put an eye patch on. Halloween's right around the corner. I mean, I am thinking about growing back out my hair. I'd be happy to deck you. So you <laughs> <laughs> just there's a fork over there. Just pop that sucker out. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I'm just gonna give you the patch. <laughs> well, no. I was I was gonna say one of mine was gonna be like Iron Man, you know, Robert Robert Downey Jr. But I'm not a billionaire. I don't have For all that technology, playboy. and I haven't saved the world yet. Yet. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's on his bucket list. But other than that, we are like twins. <laughs> Dude, everybody tells me I look like Brad Pitt, except not as skinny and the face is different. <laughs> I like to tell people that um, I'm 190 pounds of rippling steel. The problem is I weigh 210. So there's a lot you got to dig through to get there. <laughs> rippling steel. <laughs> I'm pure steel. He came into his girl and said, I'm 200 pounds of dynamite. He got naked and she ran out. I said, why'd you run out? I said, well, the, you were 200 pounds of dynamite with a fuse that short. You was about to go. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. I'm trying to think. Uh, um, I, I just I thought know. of one more that okay. I could almost relate. I could sometimes relate to. Josh from um, Big. Oh, okay. So he's just a... A child in adult form. And I was going to say, the child child or the adult child? Yeah, the adult child. <laughs> Tom Hanks, got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Uh, so I could definitely relate to that sometimes. Like, I just feel like a giant kid with a drinking permit sometimes. And you know what? That's how you enjoy life sometimes. I, Have before... you ever gotten sick off pork rinds? Not yet. Pork rinds. Pork rinds. Your goal is to save the world. Mine is to do that. Well, I didn't say it's my goal. I just it's said it's going to happen. I, just, <laughs> I could, I could also, also uh, imagine Patrick's first time being just like Tom Hanks' first time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that scene, but I know what you're talking about, and I'm offended. <laughs> you want to sleep over? Sure, I get the top bunk. Yeah, I get. <laughs> ha! Never had bunk beds. <laughs> no, wait, that's a lie. I did when I was kid. See that? <laughs> Double ha! And scene. <laughs> yes. Reverse how to you. <laughs> yeah, reverse how to you. I'm trying to think, there's so many, there's been a lot of, when you first brought it up, I was like, shit, this is going to be easy. And now I'm sure there's so many things. Yeah. I'm like, who do I really, really think well, of I myself Well, I think when as? Gavin brought up this topic, we immediately thought of P. 
people we want to relate to. Yeah, it's like, and then we're like oh, I no. want to be Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be John Wick, but... You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think in the text they said, I'm actually Gilbert Grape. Yes. <laughs> and that was just me just being down on myself a little bit. I don't think I'm actually Gilbert Grape. I mean, most of the time, there are times when hey, I... that was a great movie. It was a, it was a good movie. <laughs> actually, I could say one that I do know... Just all around personality wise, reminds me of me is uh, Billy Crystal and When Harry Met Sally. Okay, I haven't seen that, have you? No, no. It's only oh because God. of the conversation. Can I just point out, since there's no video on this, Tony just stared at me until I answered. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen it, have you? <laughs> and I just looked at it when I wasn't answering. He wasn't going to talk until I said, Pulling no. the dad move here. <laughs> I got it all day. Totally <laughs> worked. Mr. <laughs> Naga, Naga, not going to be talking anymore. <laughs> but if you do ever watch it, it's um, Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal. And they get, they're both in college and... They don't know each other. Wait, isn't but... that a fish called Wanda? No. Nope. Oh, okay. It's it's basically about how a guy and a girl, quote unquote, can't just be friends. Oh. Yeah. And so at the beginning of the movie, his friend as knows her, Sally, and as he's driving to another to another college or something or another city, and she's going too, but she didn't have a ride, so this her, his friend asks, Hey, can you take her along with you? And so through the whole movie they're just getting to know each other and she's all about you know, love and relationships, and it's nothing but conversations about, well, that's not possible. Like, a guy and a girl can't be friends. You know, they can, they can have sex, they can do this, they can do this. They go back and forth. Well, throughout it goes throughout their lives. So then years pass, and they run into each other at the airport, and then they, you know, talk some more, and then they're both in different relationships, and then they're out of relationships, and then they run into each other again, and eventually they fall in love with each other. And they break the seal of consummation and then things get awkward but then they realize they love each other and it's just it's a good movie all around but the conversations and his style the way he talks because i doubt it i was falling asleep during that description and well it's beautiful well what you won't fall asleep is it's the iconic scene of yes meg ryan in the restaurant basically Uh she's talking about how women can fake orgasms he's Mm -hmm. like no i would i would know if you fake it she's like oh really and she basically goes into full-blown fake orgasm right there in the middle of the restaurant and like slams her hands down on the table and then there's like an old lady behind her and she goes I'll have what she's having <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's the way they converse is the best part when I talk about my personality type because mm-hmm. she's like trying to argue and he's basically throwing in all this random bullshit it's enough to confuse her to make it sound like he knows what he's talking about to where he basically just kind of wears her down mm-hmm. <laughs> but it does make sense <laughs> so he's like just you can tell he just he's just spitting off the top of his head, but he makes it sound like he knows what he's talking about. It makes it sound like he's solid in it, and she goes along with it. So that's what I like about that movie. Okay, yeah, I like I like Billy Crystal in a whole lot of movies. They, uh, yeah. I didn't like early in his career. He tried a bunch of um, or not a bunch, but a couple of um, action movies. Like where he was uh, there was I know there's one where he was a cop. He did one with uh, uh what's his name the 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 black gentleman um Gregory Himes. Him and Gregory yeah. Himes did a movie together. Mm-hmm. That was like an action beat. I know I've seen Billy Crystal in a bunch of movies, but every time someone brings him up, I can only remember his character from um, Princess Diaries. <laughs> that just makes me happy. Can't remember City really? Slickers or Throw yeah. Mama no. from the Train. No, or... I've seen them all. Chris Cross. I've, Chris <laughs> I've seen both of those movies, but the first movie that pops into my head is Princess oh, Diaries. Hump a day. <laughs> hump a day. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Like, analyze this, analyze that. Oh, man. Once again, I've seen these movies. I know, I'm just... 
I but the first the movie too. that pops into my head is Princess Diaries. You know what I, what I do when I get angry? I hit a pillow. Why don't you hit a pillow? And just throws the pillow down and shoots it. Yeah. Do you feel better? Actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and see, and speaking of Billy Crystal, too, I, I could see myself as the character from City Slickers. Like, his character. Yeah. Because he's having a birthday, he doesn't like to get old, doesn't want to celebrate the birthday thing, and then he goes on this trip that he really doesn't want to be on, you know, and he ends up getting a cow. Well, because he's, like, hit that point in his life where he, like, feels like he's wasted something. Yeah. Like, you know, like something's missing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I I, mean, I, can, I I agree. I can definitely relate to that. You know, just, you get to that point, like, and I think everybody does, mm-hmm. you know, or not. It's called a midlife crisis. Well, not, <laughs> his, his, his was huge. But, yeah. like, you know, there's, there's people out there that, or, or like, you know, everybody that gets in that rut, mm-hmm. that feeling, and, you know, you gotta change it up a little bit and find a new direction. That's what he did in there. He found Norman. Yeah. Norman, hello. 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 <laughs> And, uh, and what's his name? Uh, 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 Curly. Yeah, Curly. <laughs> the funny part was like him um, trying to talk to the dude from um, Home Alone. I can't remember that actor. Oh, yeah, Joe, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, Daniel Stern yeah. Daniel Stern. Um, he's trying to talk to him about like how to watch TV while the VCR is on. And they're like having, oh, he's all right. Here, here it is again. Like, let me tell you. And then, like, his friend is like, he doesn't get it. He's never gonna get it. It's been four hours. The cows have got it by now. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he's the one. Daniel Stern's character is the one who cheated on his wife with the with the grocery with the, cashier because yeah. she was managing the the grocery store. And then he's like, she got knocked up. And then when what's his name is like going to insult him, he's like, yeah, what'd you use, paper or plastic? <laughs> 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 He used a pretty good line when him and his wife were yelling at each other, too. When he, she was leaving, he was like, oh, yeah, well, if hate were people, I'd be China. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sick burn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, could, I, could see, I could see myself in a lot of the Billy Crystal-type roles, cause just because he has pretty much the same personality throughout most of them. Yeah. But those two, I think, are the closest for me. Yeah, even in, like, um, Analyze This, um, you know, he was kind of... He was dealing with his like dad dying, and mm-hmm. he kind of felt like you know he was, um, or no, I, that was the second one when when his dad. The dad second died. one, yeah. Well, so like in the first one, he's kind of like his dad was a therapist too, but he was very very famous, like yeah. and wrote several books and stuff, and he kind of felt like he was living in that shadow. Yeah, like he had a practice, but he didn't feel that successful in it. Yeah, well, his father was extremely a prominent, well well respected, and he's very fucking snooty too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I like Billy. Billy's good. Billy's good, man. Billy's good, yeah, yeah. But he always plays, if I could describe it the best way, he always plays a reserved type character. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. someone's kind of, mm. uh, what's what do they call it, um, conservative, like conservative lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like he just, yeah. yeah. Doesn't take very many risks. Yeah, he's not, yeah. He's loud right. and boisterous or anything yeah. like that. Until he goes to the mob meeting and, Council Yeti! Don't correct me, Jelly. <laughs> you want a fresh one? <laughs> Estebajan. Hey, Easter weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? You got any others? Uh, people um, that you've... I've been thinking, and, and for the most part, I'm just scrolling through. Like, I would really like to be able to relate to this movie or this character. And I'm just trying to think, of, you know what? Let's play a little game. What character do I remind you of? <laughs> Actually, it was funny. I was going to ask the same question a little later, but we'll do it now. Let's do it. da 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 Hmm. Yeah, we need to come up with our own like little theme music for games. <laughs> oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> dingo and the baby. <laughs> Maybe the dingo ate your baby. 
What character do I remind you? Do of? you remind us of? Hmm. Oh, this could be fun. It'd be no. gentle. Matthew McConaughey, Ferry <laughs> right. to Launch. <laughs> okay, so fun story. Um, <laughs> I told you that story to tell you this story. Yeah. <laughs> so fun story. I lived with my mom until I was like 25, 26, somewhere around there. And my sister, she's like, you need to move out. I was like, why do I need to move out? She's like, just watch the movie Failure to Launch. She tried like for two years to get me to watch that movie. And I finally sat down and watched it. I was like, I love this movie. But all right, I'll find a place. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying this one to be insulting or mean. It's more to be funny. But Nick Swartzen's character in Grandma's Boy. Yes. (laughs) Because I can picture you having like. Like and, like and, a, a car bed or something. <laughs> like, and he definitely called his mom his roommate. Yeah. <laughs> I can picture that, dude. My roommate's going to get me a fo- car phone so I can talk to other car beds. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, toward, like towards the end of the movie or in the middle of the movie, and they're like, uh, I'm going to challenge you to DDR. I'm like, we don't have DDR, so you're dumb. Yeah. And then they're like, here it is. And then he starts playing it, and he gets like high score. And he's like, what's high score mean? Did I break it? What's going on here? Is I've that, never seen this before. Is that bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although then he does sleep with grandma's roommate. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. she gave Charlie Chaplin a hand job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "I have a confession to make. You were my first And she's like, "You were my one thousand something. something." Yeah, and he rolls over, like gives her a high five, rolls over, and she worn a condom. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, "Oh, when when he was asking her, he was like, uh, I gave Charlie Chaplin a hand job. A hand job. What would he say? He was silent." <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's fair. I can actually see that, too. Well, I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking of, like, the video game things. Yeah. You know, that's tough. Yeah. You know, the love of games and everything. And you But know. now when I'm getting on in years, I probably relate more to the lead character of that movie. Oh, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> Who's in all of Adam Sandler's and I movies. Can, yeah, yeah, I can picture his... that because you probably would get really, really high and, like, put a bunch of shit in the oven and forget <laughs> to just... Yeah, just grab it by hand. Yeah. <laughs> of course she I doesn't mean... have a fucking microwave. She's fucking 100. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you did have the dishwasher incident. Yes. Dude, <laughs> so, dude, what happened to your hands? Oh, no, like, we comes in with the black eye. He was like, dude, did your mo- grandma beat you up? It's more believable than what actually happened. Because <laughs> <laughs> the monkey gave him a black eye. <laughs> monkey! <laughs> <laughs> they get so high, and he's here's the phone ringing. He's like, do I have a tumor? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get your weed from, Mr. Jeezel? From you, Dante. Oh, what's up, Mr. Jeezel? I love that movie so he much. He picks up the phone and he's like, dude, it's for you. I think it's the devil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm way too stoned to drive to the devil's house, bro. <laughs> and then they got the monkey driving. Yeah. This, this doctor, he's hooking me up with a lion. You yeah. get around a dog. You can't get around a lion. <laughs> and then they interview him because yeah. he escapes. It's like, so I'm standing there like, dude, it's the king of the jungle staring at me. <laughs> so I ran inside and called the 5-0. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that's the, I'm watching that movie this afternoon. Fuck gross point blank, I'm watching Grandma's Boy. <laughs> so what about Gavin here? I don't know, oh. I've been been thinking what do you think tony i gotta think too this is dangerous <laughs> we're in dangerous territory <laughs> all right this isn't once again this isn't meant to be insulting but i, I know and nor will i take it that way <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> you're a problem um, yeah you're a problem <laughs> not one specific role this actor has done but i could see you relating to uh, john candy not obviously in size like he was a 
big man. Fat <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. I mean, you're sitting there with a bag of Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to say here. But um, he, from everything I read about him, um, he was always so a nice, uh, approachable, loved to talk to everybody, always fun on sets and hanging out with the crew and not just other actors. And that's what reminds, um, reminds me of you. You're always talking to everybody, having a good time, making sure everyone else is having a good time. So I could see you and John Candy um, being similar. Is there one particular role you can see? Great outdoors. Okay. First thing that came to mind. I love it. Then you get to eat the old 96 <laughs> Big Bear. Big Bear chased me. Big <laughs> chased you. Big Bear chased me. <laughs> yeah, there's no way I could do the old 96 <laughs> I don't think the three of us combined could do that. No. I don't, I don't want them hanging around Mr. Like, what was his name? Um... Oh, is that the guy that gets struck by lightning? No, the guy oh. that died, like the old guy. Oh, um, he was like the oldest living guy in the town, and the kids are like over there kissing him on the cheek. He's like, he died on the way over here. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! <laughs> like his son starts throwing up. <laughs> I like the lightning guy. He gets struck by lightning sixty-six times. Sixty-six. He's just got that one white in the head. Six times the head. It just looks like he has skunk hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Reverse like, skunk. He gets, <laughs> and he gets struck again. Yeah, or whatever. He was movie, movie. Yeah. He's in like, a, he's <laughs> a, like an empty field. You don't even see him like up close. It's just like a little pixelated person walking in the field and doosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was, that's when, what you remind me of. I can, I can kind of see a little bit in some of the ways you talk as like Vince Vaughn's character in uh, in a couple's retreat, <laughs> I could kind of see that a little bit. I don't know what it is. I don't I can't know why exactly. It. Yeah, I can't explain it. Can't put my <laughs> finger on it exactly. But now she's dead, Dave. <laughs> she's dead on Hump Island. <laughs> Stop pointing fingers. You're a problem. Yeah, yeah. You're a problem. <laughs> okay, okay, glass house. Let's but no, I can picture like when he, when they're trying to convince him to go on the trip. He's like, listen, I can really appreciate your situation, <laughs> and, uh, so, so, but we just we can't leave. We got this. We got that. <laughs> <laughs> got, to, got all this going on. Man. <laughs> his pants off. His pants are off. Now it's a party. Yep. <laughs> is this junk literally hanging out right now? <laughs> you you can't take your wife to a waterfall because you had an over overstimulated snorkeling experience. <laughs> Have you ever been bit by a shark? No. Okay, I'm part of an elite crew. <laughs> <laughs> I know my truth. Yeah, I, I know my truth. <laughs> could could you uh, could you not take notes? Is you don't want me to take notes? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> it's like taking notes again. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the 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 one guy. Uh, he's he was uh, he's been in everything. The Asian dude, right? Wasn't he the one? No, guy no. He was the um, uh, who's he was the he wasn't the therapist. Jason Bateman's and and okay, uh, yeah. I can't remember her name from forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, um, he was their therapist. Oh, okay, yeah. It's like I knew he was one of them. He had um, and this guy's been in a lot of movies with him too. Um, shoot, he's like. He was a guy and fired up. He was like the um, the camp te- or, or teacher. He was in the breakup with yeah. him as well. He was the uh, the brother. Don Capello, singer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I know who you're t- I just can't. So he, he was their therapist. He yeah. was also in the dog show, too. Yeah. That, whatever that movie was about the dogs. Mm-hmm. The, that movie. That, Best in Show. Best that, in Show. Uh, he was yes, one of the yes. judges on there, or one of the commentators. But I like that guy. Oh, and he was one of the um, commentators in, um, I, I hate, I know this, but the... Uh, Oh, man. Um, 
what's that um, movie about the acapellas of the singers where they go to college? The the all girls. The all singer. girls one. Yeah. I've never heard of this movie. No, it's a series of them. It's though. three it's of a, them. Yeah, yeah. It's a. I don't. I've never seen them, but I know that I know the names off the top of my head. It'll pop in there later, <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. I, I liked it because Anna Kendrick was in it, and she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I just can't think of. It's not like not like sing something or something sing, but whatever it is. How dare we not use our phones? Yes. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, all right. What about you two for me? Um, if you say Gilbert Grape, I'll punch you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, actually, Gilbert Grape. Um, my first instinct, uh, my first gut reaction was a character from a television show. Pitch Perfect. Um, that's right. Pitch that's uh, Rules of Engagement. Patrick Warburton, David Spade. Yeah, yeah, I love that show. Yeah, and I. I um, thought you would fit perfectly with the David Spade character. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. But he's also, he's like, I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to go on dates. I'm rich. I'm going to go do, go out drinking. I'm going to go sleep with all these women and have lunch with my friends who are in relationships. <laughs> and then I'm going to go off and do whatever the hell I want again. So minus the rich part, I kind of fit right in with you're, that. You're exactly <laughs> like that. And I was trying to think of a movie that kind of relates to that character. And the only thing I can think of is actually another David Spade character. Um, from Grown Ups. He's kind of just around, just kind of a sitting. He's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so. Maze. <laughs> mainly David Spade from Rules of Engagement, which translates to David Spade from Grown, Grown Ups. Okay. He's got a wide range, David Spade. <laughs> and we are about the same height. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first gut instinct. All right. I can, I, I can go with that. What about you, Gavin? Um. <clears throat> Don't I'm say gonna, Danny DeVito, because that was no, my... <laughs> I no, was going to say that as a joke. <laughs> I'm going to say that... Uh, because I mean, it, it's kind of easy to pick any of his movies because he's the same person in it, every single movie, but Jeff Goldblum, you, you kind of remind me of okay. him. Just like... like uh, the I'll Dinosaur Hunter? I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, I mean, even in uh, Thor Ragnarok, you know, as or the... the fly. Uh, or the fly, uh, mm-hmm. or uh, Mars, uh, or what was that? Um, it was an Independence Day. Mars needs, um, yeah. or uh, no? Uh, uh, Earth, Earth girls, girls are, are easy. easy. Yeah, yeah. definitely an Earth girls are easy. <laughs> um, but you got like these. Um, you've got this this you know ability to deliver a a, a one line and like bring it out of nowhere <laughs> and like not even have that you know emotion on you. It's just like you're the dead face that you give it is so hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what he does. Like, you know, and a lot of his movies, he's got that just straight face. Yeah. Once again, another actor with a wide range of uh, acting abilities. (laughs) Very wide. (laughs) (laughs) We we need a Jeff Goldblum character. You know what? Let's call Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) You know who we should call? (laughs) I don't know. I'm thinking Jeff Goldblum. May as well. But there's a movie on, it was made for TV on USA called The Librarian. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a bit like this library, he's actually, they hire the librarians to be treasure hunters. Oh play. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Well, <laughs> what I loved and hated about this movie is at the end, um, the curator of the librarian is Bob Newhart. Mm-hmm. Like in 2010, Bob Newhart, like one foot in a grave, Bob Newhart. And at the end of the movie... Like, the library and Bob Newhart had to get into, a, like, a fight with, like, an evil demon or whatever they possessed. And he's like, I was in the Marines. I was like, you wanted um, um, Michael Caine, but you got Bob Newhart. And yeah. you, you tried to relate that, but, I mean, it's Bob Newhart. Like, no one's <laughs> going to believe that. 
I can. Uh, well, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, I can. No. <laughs> I just always think of uh, now when you say Bob Newhart, the only thing I can think of anymore. I mean, I know his old work is Professor Proton on the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Especially when he first meets Sheldon, he's like, "What is is he on medication or something?" Yeah, he <laughs> just says it real calmly. Once again, I think he had one foot in the grave at that yeah. point too. <laughs> well, that, he comes back like several times, and mm. I've only watched the first like three seasons of Big Bang Theory. Well, like he he can't he comes back as like a force ghost. Yes, he, yeah. he dies. Yep. At, Pro- Professor Proton dies, and so he comes back in Sheldon's like dreams or like daydreams, <laughs> and he's wearing like Jedi robes, yep. and he looks just like Obi Wan coming back and talking to him. <laughs> That's <laughs> he's awesome. Like, um, I mean, actually, Sheldon, I, I can't leave. You summoned me here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can take that. Thank you. Thank you. I like Jeff Goldman. I, can take I hope you like David Spade. I do like David Spade. I told you I like Screw David Spade. <laughs> now, what would happen if my David Spade personality got into a fight with my Jeff Goldblum personality? Ooh, Jeff Goldblum would win. He's way taller. He's got that reach. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's definitely got the reach. Jeff Goldblum is a tall, lanky gentleman. Yes. Although I did watch the new Jurassic Park, he is—he's also getting up there in age. So David Spade might be a little bit quicker, be able to juke and dodge a little bit, get in those body blows. <laughs> he had to. Uh, he also had to. Um, he almost got killed by his assistant or something like that. Um, Jeff Goldblum? No, um, David, David Spade. Spade. Like his assistant broke into his house, like got his got his gun and and like tried. He he did an interview about it on Howard Stern. Okay. About, oh, wow. what, about what happened. It was crazy. Wow. See, originally, when so, you... When got you, so serious. <laughs> when you were first talking, when you brought up rules of engagement, I thought you were going to bring up the other guy. the Like the main, main character. The one who's... The couple uh, that it's revolved around. Yeah, basically. the ones that got engaged in episode one. But I thought you were going to bring it up more to his character from Seinfeld as, as David Putty. Oh, oh Patrick Warburton. Yeah. yeah. The David Putty character is fucking <laughs> hilarious. I thought that's who you were going to say. Cause he's just like so dry and like he just says like one word like when you're talking she's uh lane stole his jesus fish yep she's like i'm going to hell he's like yeah that's too bad <laughs> like, yeah Patrick he has a very deep baritone voice yeah. and he's so deadpan in most of his deliveries even in rules of engagement he was like that he just had to say more lines like yeah. seinfeld allowed that show allowed him to just be a quick side character where he could just pop in and out yeah and do only a couple things in rules of engagement he had to talk a lot more yeah but he still had, like, that's what I thought of when I first saw Rules oh. of Engagement. I was like, it's David Putty again. <laughs> <laughs> or it's the actor who voices Joe on Family Guy. Yep. <laughs> Good you old Joe. Peter, I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Love when they go golfing. Hey, Joe, what's your handicap? Every hole! <laughs> <laughs> Thousand. <laughs> Just put me an eight on every one, and we're good. <laughs> That'll be the best game of golf I've ever played. If we put an eight on for me, <laughs> it's a perfect round for me. Yeah, that's why you got to remember <coughs> how to know how to really golf. Once you hit eight, just pull it and go. Yeah. <laughs> but but the problem is, I'm hitting eight middle of the fairway. <laughs> no way, man! I'm finishing this putt putt. <laughs> Someone's just telling me they were out golfing with like their brother, them and their brother and their friend were out and. The brother was talking to the other friend, and the guy's like, um, you know, they were on a par five and whatever, and he wasn't good at golf, apparently. He's like, I think I can, after they did the drive, the drive went like maybe 70 yards or something. He's like, think I can use an eight iron from here on in? He's like, yeah. Or think I can make it to the green with an eight iron? He's like, have you hit enough times? (laughs) (laughs) You can do it from the tee if you hit enough times. Could you get the knife on my back? (laughs) Stab. (laughs) 
So we do have we do have some time left, but mm. is there what you look like you were about to announce something? No, I was looking at the time because at the end of the episode, I do have another idea. Oh, okay. so I just let's continue the discussion for a few more minutes. All right. Well, excuse <laughs> so, me. Well, discussion continued. <laughs> Unpaused. So, who would be Marty McFly? Ooh. Actually, let's do this. Let's pick a movie, and then we have to pick out who best okay. each of us fits the character of. And they have to be different characters. Campbell say, hey, I would, okay. I would be that person, too. All right. Let me throw out the first movie. Okay. Con Air. Ooh. I call Nick Cage. John Cusack. <laughs> um, yeah. John Malkovich. <laughs> What, no one wanted to be the dead security guard? Come on. No, I mean, you know, <laughs> again, I see myself as a John Cusack type of person, too. <laughs> like the For the record, I do guy. not think that I am 90s Nick Cage when he was, like, buff and, like, huge and he was working out. And one of the most um, highly paid actors in all of the world. Just put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of his best films. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it started kind of going downhill after that one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Nick Cage's career jumped a shark. Yeah. And it was Con Air. Although, uh, I think Face Off was after that. Now it was before. Oh, it was before? Okay. I think so. It was right in between the time when he was getting uh, uh, signed on to do the Batman movie, or the Superman movie, where he was going to be Superman. Uh, yeah, I remember Burton, reading that article. Tim Burton Superman movie. Yeah. Head on that. Same movie. year, actually. Con Air and Face Off were in 97. Same what year. a okay. lucky okay. working son of a bee. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Alright, Tony, you throw out a movie. Okay. Let's see here. I mean, there's a billion of them. There are a billion of them. I'm just trying to figure out which one you've seen. <laughs> That's the hard part. <laughs> That's the hard part. <laughs> and roasted. <laughs> All right. Jaws. Because <laughs> you got Ooh. three guys on the boat. <laughs> I picked the shark. Yeah. yeah Bruce? I call Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I'm trying to think here. Let's see. Um... Kevin, because you had you had one. Do you have one in mind? Do you have a movie in mind? I don't off the top of my head. Right. Well, well, keep thinking. Oh, once again, we've built the podcast around the infinite possibilities about movies. Star oh, yeah. Wars: A New Hope. Oh, I would see Tony being Obi Wan. Just real, like, oh god, I got to deal with this crap. Yeah, <laughs> I'm living in my cave for a reason. I yeah. wanted to be done. I yeah, that was your like galactic this wars. Damn kid, it's coming yeah. up here, bringing me back in. <laughs> yeah. That was your father's. I guess we got to go destroy the Death Star yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. take Obi Wan. I'll take Obi Wan all day. <laughs> I'll be an Obi Wan. Uh, Sir Alec Guinness. That yes. was his name. Yes, yes, yes. And he, he hated, hated that. Yeah, movie. he hated yeah. He, he because he was like an established actor, and mm. he thought it wasn't gonna. Um, he thought it was going to tank his career. Yeah, exactly. jokes on him. Uh-huh. <laughs> he probably still hates it. Rolling <laughs> over his grave, <laughs> fucking Star Wars. <laughs> I, I, uh, and I may be jumping the gun, but I kind of pick Harrison Ford. Ooh, Han Solo. Going on Come on, there's no one force around the galaxy holding it all together. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you watch the prequels. Was only eighteen years ago. Like they just forgot that Jedi's were a thing in eighteen years. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Ford was alive when the Jedi's were killed. Like he knew they were things. <laughs> they were real people. Yeah. Children died. Harrison, come on. Did you ever see? Quick side note before we get to your character. Quick side note. Did you ever see that SNL skit where Kevin Spacey is pretending to be Christopher Walken 
uh, trying to audition as Han Solo. No. No. We're watching that later. It's All it's right. like a, my it's head like hurts a, trying to wrap around. It's like, a, yeah. it's like a two minute thing. That's too many characters yeah. in one character. Because yeah. <laughs> Kevin Spacey was pretty well known for doing Christopher Walken impressions. Yeah. So he's basically doing as Christopher Walken, but auditioning to be Han Solo. It's pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> Let's see here, Patrick. Patrick. Chewy. <laughs> um, I was going to pick Luke just because if an old man hand, handed me a lightsaber and says, you get to be a space wizard now, I'm like, sign me up. Pick me! Pick right? me! So like, I wouldn't even think twice about it. Right? If you were barely of age and an old man handed you something stiff in your palm, <laughs> you would go with him wherever he wanted. If he told me I could be a space wizard, yes. Yeah, it used to be candy that they yeah. would offer. Yeah. Now you have to you make me be a, a Jedi. space wizard. Put this in your hand and come with me. <laughs> As I walk backwards, yeah. <laughs> I could see a Luke. I could see you being a Luke, especially if I shave. I haven't shaved in like two weeks. I haven't sh- wow, I shaved. That's, this and that's what you look like after two weeks. Yeah. Jeez, I wish I had that. I shaved three hours ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. <laughs> I shave and it grows back. Um, all right, so you picked one, you picked one, now i got to pick one. Damn it. Uh, yeah. No, because I really had, there's so, so many right? that we've talked about, and we already talked about that one, so I don't want to, about characters. Well, why do you think, um, yeah. Happy Gilmore. Oh. I would, I would want to be Shooter McGavin, but. <laughs> why? <laughs> You Finger eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. you eat no. You pieces of shit for breakfast? No. <laughs> no, I just loved his confidence in that movie. He's like, I'm winning the jacket, and you know my my right arm is a little bit longer than my left arm. <laughs> um, and everyone like he was a clinch hit to win it, and he was winning like the entire tournament until mm-hmm. like the last few holes. Yeah. <laughs> but he shooter. He he did the finger guns and he hit it off Bigfoot's foot. <laughs> You know what the sad part is? You've been playing this game your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> See, I would say I'm, I'm more like, not to steal the rain on it, more like Happy, because aside from the drive, the rest of the way he played in the beginning of that movie was dog shit. He couldn't hit oh, the yeah. fucking ball, so I'd say, that would be me, and i get just as pissed off at that. I he love- he's like, well, uh, I'll, where's my check? I, I, I don't have any more. Well, that guy got a check. <laughs> you know, one of the big ones like him. Yeah, his car's full <laughs> of checks. <laughs> I like it in the first hole of the Masters Tournament. He gets a hole-in-one on a par five. And he's like, oh, that was way easier. I should just aim to do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Good, good plan. Good, uh, yeah, yeah, good plan. Yeah. <laughs> he gets the trophy, and he's he's like, ah, I have to take this golf guy up there. i got to put a hockey guy on top. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only guy to be ejected from a hockey game for taking off my skate and trying to stab someone. <laughs> Love that movie. I'm going to be the guy on the Zamboni. Singing Endless Love in the Dark. Nice. <laughs> nice. Classic. No, you should be the jackass. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah jackass. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> jackass. Not you're saying gonna need you remind some, me of him, but... You're going to need some an umbrella and some sunscreen, because you're never getting off this beat, you jackass. <laughs> well, <you're... laughs> the glove went farther than the ball. <laughs> oh, you should be Bob Barker and just beat the shit out beat of the... Abby. <laughs> I was going to say before Happy, I was like, I could be Chubbs. <laughs> Damn, I'll get a bit my hand off. <laughs> and I like how that was in Little Nicky, too, because he was in heaven with the, yeah, the mom. It's all in the hips. Yep. It's all in the hips. <laughs> all right, so, well, here's one then. How do you feel about. I don't Did you watch it? Top Gun Maverick. No. 
You didn't see it. I haven't yet. seen it yet. See, this is a problem. This is why I can't come up with a movie because I don't know what the fuck I've seen. Millions of movies, man. Just throw one out there. I just did. <laughs> throw another one out. I there. did that earlier. All right, fine. <laughs> Talk about Maverick. I call Tom Cruise. <laughs> you can't be Tom Cruise. <laughs> why not? <laughs> What's your experience level? <laughs> Fighter jets. I was in the Navy ROTC, and they are Navy pilots. I don't know. He might be Goose. <laughs> Goose is dead. <laughs> I was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the Breakfast Club. Okay. Um, I have seen that movie, and I'm trying to remember all the names of the, at least, actors. Well, you got Emilio, you got... Emilio Anthony Estevez, Hall. that's the one I was trying Anthony to remember Michael most. Hall. Um, yeah. Uh, Judd Jud Nel- uh, Jud Nelson. Judd Nelson. Nelson. Who was the, the principal or the teacher? Oh, the guy that's an asshole in every other movie. Yeah. yeah. He's always like the authoritarian asshole. Mm-hmm. Molly Ringwald, she was in that. Yeah. And mind you, there's only like four guys in that movie, yeah. except... And I'll throw I'll throw out a real fucking ringer on that one. I'll be the fucking janitor guy because remember he's sitting yeah. in the room and he's like, you know what, you are really an asshole sometimes. Yeah. And he's like, you basically just they have a whole conversation in his office. He's talking about like how the kids hate him. He's yep. like, I mean, I don't know, man. You you know you took this job, you thought you'd have summers off, and then you realize it's an actual job. <laughs> <laughs> so I can picture myself saying that to somebody who's who's a prick. I would say Michael Hall for me, because I would be the dumbass who's like bullied and like, oh, I'm going to teach these guys a lesson and bring a gun to school and it's a flare gun and, I, and it goes off in the locker. That would be me. Not saying that I ever thought about doing that, but I mean, that His would be my address is. <laughs> <laughs> Kuwait. Let's Kuwait. just say Kuwait. We live in Kuwait. Kuwait. Yeah, I, I could, I could, uh, I could be Emilio. Emilio! Emilio! <laughs> He was standing right there. I was like, Amelia, the mighty ducks, man. I swear to God. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We are getting close to the end of time, though. Do you have yeah, the one little... question I did want to ask is, yes. um, who do you want to relate to? And don't say Tony Stark, or I won't say John Wick. But like, out of all the movies we've all seen, who do we want to be most like? Excuse me. Huh. It could be Aquaman from Aquaman. Or one of the many Batmans. Why can it be Aquaman and not Iron Man? It can, because you already said Iron Man. I know. (laughs) I said we were so much alike. (laughs) So what said I was like Iron Man? Yeah. (laughs) So what what character do you want to be like? That's tough, man. Yeah. Because we just talked about a lot of funny movies, and every time I'm I, like, I want to be that character. No, I want to be this character. I, I will say, look, because it was my favorite movie, I did want to be like Tom Cruise in, in Top, Gun. Top Gun. That was like when I was a kid, I wanted to grow up and be, you know, a naval aviator, fly off the the aircraft carriers. <laughs> so yeah, all right, Maverick. I think I would actually like to be. And this is going to sound a little odd. I would actually like to be. Like a Mr. Miyagi type character. Oh, okay. Karate Kid, you know. Danielson, go water, make kick. The one, you know, he knows a lot. Yeah. He's teaching. Just spitting in out hard, wisdom. Yeah, he's, yeah <laughs> spitting out wisdom. He's teaching people in a way that they don't get yet, but mm-hmm. they will appreciate later. Right. And then they realize you duped them the whole time because you're like, oh, I'm actually learning. <laughs> Thank you. And then at the end of the day, he's respected and he can kick some ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have to say Brendan Fraser from the Mummy movies. Okay. Oh. He had a very that looked like like he was filled with dangers and mummies and death and all that. But I mean, he was a treasure hunter, and mm-hmm. it just seemed like a fun. And it, I think they mentioned it in the third movie. He's like, yeah, after we beat the mummy twice, we kind of worked for the CIA a little bit, did some jobs for them, and we were over here. So that just seemed like a cool person or character. 
that I've always like, yeah, yeah, that's I would like to be there. And then I looked into treasure hunting, and they don't do any of that. <laughs> you know what shocked me about that is I actually, not because we were talking about <laughs> Kurt Russell, I thought you were going to say Kurt Russell from Stargate. Oh, yeah. That's originally, that's I the did first that. thing in my head for you was yeah. that's what I was thinking. I, yeah, uh, Jack O'Neill. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, Brendan Fraser. Well, Brendan Fraser is a good one, but that's the first thing that I thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if I was going to go Stargate, it'd be more Richard Dean Anderson. Well, I know that, but we talk about. <laughs> I, could, I guess we'd talk about any character, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. None of us mentioned Indiana Jones. Because <laughs> the mummy is better. I know. <laughs> well, I can. Debatable. The yeah. Last Crusade is my favorite, I will say. Yeah, that's yeah. good. But, alright, so we got all our all our picks in, but that is actually all the time we have. Thank you all so much for joining us and talking about... And in the comments of wherever you're listening to this, let us know what who you think we remind you of. Whether yes. you know us in real life and you know what we look like in our mannerisms, or if the only thing you know is our disembodied voices. Please be gentle. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going to be like Revenge of the Nerds, Revenge yeah, yeah. of the Nerds, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Revenge of the Nerds 3, Revenge of the Nerds 2. But that is all the time we have. Thank you so much for uh, joining us and talking about people who we think remind us of us. And I like <laughs> how we kept our egos in check. Yes, like, yes. We weren't just saying we were Brendan Fraser or John Wick or anything like that. We were humble. Yeah. Yes. Nick Swartzen. Yeah. <laughs> so until next week for Movie Talks and Chill, we are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wall. All right, guys, take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker. Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul the Rock.